Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Well, what's going on, everybody? This is Curtis Wilkerson coming to you live from the basement of Bud Walton Arena after Arkansas just wrapped up a 93-80 to 80 win over Northern Iowa. And uh, the Razorbacks got tested tonight. If you're surprised by that, Maybe you should have been listening to me. I've been trying to tell you about this Northern Iowa team for a while. If you were going to listen to me, you could have listened to Eric Musselman because he was worried about these guys too. This is one of those sneaky mid-majors that finds a way to beat Power 5 teams almost every year. They didn't get Arkansas tonight, but they gave them a fight. Quite a game. It really was. I mean, I, I guess, you know, looking at some of this, I made some notes, you know, I think this game was a lot closer than the score indicated. This wasn't a 13-point game. Arkansas was down by one with three minutes left. Pulled away with a really strong finish. We'll talk about that, but I guess we should get, you know, the bad news out of the way first. Arkansas gave up 17 three-pointers tonight. 17 of 37 from Northern Iowa. That's uh, that's a lot. And, and we thought that this was a problem for this Razorback team. They'd given up 13 in both of their uh, first two regular season games. It's been an area of emphasis. Same drills in practice. Same results on the floor, though, so far. Uh, giving up 17 threes will usually get you beat. It didn't tonight, and Arkansas is fortunate for that. Um, you know, it, 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 was, it was wild. You know, Northern Iowa was hitting them in a variety of different ways. I think a, a good handful of them were contested. Um, you know, Stanley Amude, it seems like every time he outstretched his hand, somebody hit a three over the top of him. Uh, but some of those, I, I kind of wonder what else he could have done. But for some reason, teams are really comfortable shooting the three against this Arkansas group right now. I, I asked the guys after the game, we talked to Stanley and Chris Likes, and I said, is there, is there something in particular about it uh, that's a little bit off? Is it technique? Or are the closeouts a little bit late? You know, can you put your finger on it? And, you know, it was kind of like a, I don't know. Well, I, I hope they figure it out pretty quick because, you know, if you go to Kansas City and, and give up threes like that against power five, you know, high major teams, that's going to put you in a tough spot. So uh, definitely a, a big area of emphasis continuing uh, to move forward for this Arkansas team. But I do think it says something about your defense to only give up 10 non-three-point makes over the course of a game. 17 threes is way too many, but they only give up 10 other makes over the course of the game. So something's working for you defensively. I also think it says a lot about your team to win a game where you give up that many threes. I mean, that's, that's pretty deflating eh, when a team's knocking them down on you like that. But Arkansas really persevered. Uh, and quite honestly, um, that wasn't the only adversity they faced throughout the night. I think this is a really big game for this Arkansas team, maybe more than, than some people understand because you lose Devo Davis uh, with about 14, 15 minutes left in the second half. Uh, looked like a, a hard shoulder on a Northern Iowa player uh, along the sidelines. Got a flagrant two, got ejected. I don't really have a comment on that right now. I need to go back and, and watch the game and look at it, see what led up to it. It, it looked probably like a warranted flagrant two um, off the cuff from, from press row, so we'll see. But at any, at any rate, you lose him. 
for the rest of the game. A couple minutes later, Jalen Williams comes down, rolls his ankle. So all of a sudden, this Arkansas team is in a three-point game against a Northern Iowa squad that's lighting it up from, from beyond the arc. And Arkansas is without their two returning primary leaders. You know, Eric Musselman said it over and over that Devo and Jay Will have just been the vocal forces for this team so far. Both of them are off the floor. You're in a dogfight. That could have gone south in a hurry. Uh, but this team didn't crumble. And if anything, some guys stepped up and grew up tonight. You know, J.D. Note, I think, probably had his most complete game as a Razorback. Uh, he's one of those returners that really stepped up as a leader. He took on uh, the toughest defensive assignment after Devo went out, did a really nice job, came up with critical steals late in the game. Uh, offensively, listen, 17 points, 7-14 shooting. He was efficient. Uh, not his best night from three, but he had nine assists. And that's huge for a guy like Note. So for so everyone who says he can't pass or he doesn't pass, he's not a willing passer, he was tonight. And, and if you can get that type of J.D. Note moving forward, uh, listen, this is a first-team All-SEC kind of guy, and he can take you far this season. It was really impressive. He operated so well in the pick and roll, coming off with a head of steam. And if he could get in there and navigate the lane, he would. If not, he did a nice job of dragging his dribble, pulling out Northern Iowa's big man. This is something Musselman talked about after the game. And by dragging him out on the perimeter, it creates wide open spaces for a guy like Jalen Williams to roll through the hoop, or Trey Wade, who had a big dunk in there, or those backside, the weak side cuts by Aldis Tony. He's so good at that. He had all, speaking of Tony, he had all 13 of his points in the second half, most of those on, on backdoor cuts and weak side cuts where he just slipped behind his defender and, and get the dump off and hammer it home. So really nice job by Note. I mentioned Tony, Chris Likes comes off the bench. Listen, you, you wonder about putting JD Note in the starting lineup because it's so hard to do what he did as a six man a year ago. Well, Chris Likes comes off the bench, gives you 26 tonight. Uh, he is filling that role more than admirably. This was kind of his breakout moment for Arkansas. He wasn't that great the other night against uh, Gardner-Webb, he was tonight, and he just shows you the, the type of explosive scoring ability that he has. And we finally had a night where both Likes and Note were cooking at the same time, and it was fun to, to watch. You know, when, when Likes has the ball, uh, and he's, he's weaving through traffic and finishing against the trees and crossing guys over, you hear a lot of oohs and ahs from the crowd, uh, really got him into it. He had some big time shots throughout the course of the game. Uh, looking at my notes, some other guys, you know, Stanley Amude is still struggling a little bit. We talked about the three-point defense. Um, man, I, I felt like I, some of it was tough luck. Like I said, he was contesting some of those. They were just draining him in his face. So uh, maybe needs to be a little bit more aggressive without fouling because Arkansas did that again tonight, fouling a three-point shooter. Um, seems like he's pressing maybe a little bit offensively. He missed some bunnies in there. He admitted it after the game. But at the end of the day, he finished with 10 and 9. Uh, and, and is nowhere near playing his best yet. So still some room to grow for a guy like that. Jalen Williams, just such an X factor, you know, 11 points, seven assists. Again. What center in this, in this league or in this country can give you seven assists like that? that it's just such a luxury to have a post player uh, who can really facilitate the offense for you. Uh, six rebounds, you know, when he went down with that rolled ankle, uh, that's something that you really worry about. I, I said, I've said since the preseason, I think he's the X factor for this team uh, because of what he provides defensively with rim protection on the interior. Um, but man, the way he's developed as a passer, he can score when he needs to. 
but but when he was out, I thought you know Trey Wade, he filled in admirably. They needed him there. Okay, he had a couple big dunks. Um, you know, he got lost a couple times out there defensively. That's going to happen, uh, but it was it was valuable minutes for him, meaningful minutes for him. So he's going to be better for that moving forward. But uh, with a little under five minutes left. Jalen Williams came back in. The game was tied. I think it was 72-72, maybe 75-75. And Arkansas winds up winning by 13. Jay Will's hobbling around out there, but he had a huge impact. He had a couple big blocks that Arkansas needed defensively. They struggled a little bit to get some stops there for a a stretch. Uh, He had some big blocks. He had a big-time offensive rebound and a putback. He had a nice roll and finish in there. Uh, And so all that was, was kind of a spark, a catalyst for that big run to close the game for Arkansas, you know, so, hey, yeah, they, they need to defend the three better. I mean, there's no doubt about it, but uh, especially on, on the offensive end, I mean, you look at it, this is a team that scored 93 points. They shot 51% from the field. They hit 10 threes, 21 assists to five turnovers. You remember uh, throughout the, the exhibition games and the first game against Mercer, uh, that's all we talked about. Oh, who's, who's the point guard? This team's turning it over too much. They're not getting enough assists. They're not sharing the ball. Uh, well, the last two games, they've taken a huge step forward to that regard. 21-5, and five, that's a great assist-to-turnover ratio. I'd be really interested to see how many passes they had tonight and, and things like that. I'll look into the analytics uh, tonight, a little bit later, and maybe tomorrow. Um, but that's a big turnaround. That's something that Musselman said. And you know, I asked him after the game, hey, you know, given where you were throughout the preseason, uh, kind of some of the struggles that you had, uh, are you happy with where you're at right now before you go on the road for the first time? And he said absolutely, because the major elements that this team uh, has kind of been afflicted with at times, they've, boom, snapped and reversed course and corrected everything except that three-point defense. So you still got that one glaring area, but they're showing that they're capable of you know, taking the criticism, uh, putting the work in, and improving on the areas that they've been deficient. And man, you could start to see some of the flashes of the potential of this team. When they hit their stride, they're going to be really good. The question is, how quickly does it happen? Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think you've got to be feeling pretty good about where you're at. Just three games into the season, Musk said he thinks that they're probably actually ahead of where they were this time last year, which is a good thing uh, because the competition is going to become a little bit stiffer moving forward. So Arkansas hits the road now. Uh, They're going to head to Kansas City for that Hall of Fame Classic. We've been looking forward to that. It's going to be Monday and Tuesday. Monday, they'll play a Big 12 team. Kansas State, I don't know that they're, uh, you know, tops in the Big 12 by any means, but it's going to be a different level of athlete, higher caliber of player, uh, and it's going to be outside of of the friendly confines of your own arena, which is all that this team knows right now. So it's going to be a huge challenge for them. Uh, And then win or lose, they're going to play Another really tough opponent the next night. Uh, you have an opportunity to play a, a top 10, you know, final four caliber team in Illinois. I think that would be awesome if, if they got the opportunity to do that. Uh, if you think about some of the big time players they have, like Curbelo, he struggled the other night, obviously, but Kofi Coburn, uh, the big seven foot monster center that's coming back. You'd like to see Arkansas challenged against a team like that. Uh, maybe it'll happen, maybe not, but hey, listen, uh, if they wind up facing Cincinnati, those guys have looked pretty good so far. I've got a chance to check out a couple of their games. It's a big team. They've got multiple seven-footers. Uh, so someone, you know, a group that's going to challenge Arkansas on the glass uh, around the rim, they need that. And so it's going to be really cool. If Arkansas goes to that over, the, over Monday and Tuesday, 
and they get out of that stretch with a couple wins, come out 5-0, and oh, you're looking at a really good team. If they take a loss, oh well, they'll be better for it. That's why you do this. That's why you test yourself early in the season. It's going to be a really good measuring stick for exactly where this team is because we think that they're trending in the right direction. We think we know what they need to work on, but when you challenge yourself away from your home floor against competition like that, that's when you really start to figure out who you are. Uh, so I'm headed to Kansas City. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm going to be doing some videos for you guys from, uh, from the T-Mobile Center out there. I'm excited. Uh, and we're about to learn a lot more about this Razorback team. But for tonight, you got a win that's going to look a lot better on the resume in March, maybe than you think it does tonight. Double-digit victory over a good Northern Iowa team. A lot of positives to take away, a few things to work on. That's the nature of early season basketball. It's been Curtis Wilkerson with Hog Sports. We'll catch up with you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.